Two Bridges, One Bypass Podcast, 24th April 2020. And it's time to begin to think about risk management during reopening. Let's start off with some North Carolina stats. And by the way, I'm, I'm making a YouTube video on the Two Bridges channel that shows all the stats. And another thing I'm going to try to do, because it's tough to hear numbers and not see them, I'm going to try to copy and paste all of this data onto the the liner notes that come with the podcast. If you click on you know the details of the podcast, it'll it'll be in there with the links. We'll see if that works. I know it'll do it on the YouTube. So North Carolina, all these stats are from North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services pulled today. Ages of those infected in North Carolina, the ages. 0 to 17, 2%. Awesome. 18 to 24, 7%. Awesome. Surprisingly, 25 to 49, 40% of infected people in North Carolina that we know of. 50 to 64, 28%. 65 plus, 24%. So higher risk category, older people, 50 plus, 52% of the cases. But watch out. 25 to 49 um who knows what the zero to 24 would have been with school going on and 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 no uh no lockdown status so we'll see now where it really shapes up as far as risk is when you look at deaths by age groups 65 plus 85 percent of the cases 85%. 85 percent 50 to 64 11% 25 to 29 4% and thankfully 0 to 24 0% of the deaths now these are the deaths 65 plus deaths 85% so when we're thinking about reopening which is the theme of this we're thinking about the high-risk categories and remember the last podcast I quoted dr. John Campbell reading from uh, the UK statistics, I think it was the, the Ministry of Statistics or something of statistics. Uh, two or more comorbidities, comorbidities like hypertension, diabetes, obesity, put you in the high risk category. If you have comorbidities, no matter what your age is, uh, you're in the high risk category. So, uh, speaking of Dr. John Campbell, this is basically uh, a, a condensed version of his YouTube video from today. He touched on two things. The New York State, not New York City, New York State antibody testing, and and then he touched on uh, some data out of Italy. So what New York State has begun to do, they have started antibody testing. And I've got a link to the serology um, results that they got on the on the webpage, on the the details for the podcast. So they tried to make it as randomized as possible, even though they only found pe- they went to people at grocery stores and shopping areas. Three thousand people tested for the antibodies for COVID nineteen. Nineteen counties, forty localities. They found that fourteen percent of the thir- three thousand people they tested came up positive for the antibody. So, in theory, they were exposed to the virus, and 
they either never knew it or they had symptoms and they recovered. And uh, now they have antibodies. How long will that offer them protection and how much protection? Nobody knows. 21% in the city, in New York City, came up positive versus 14 in the state as a whole. And there were single digits in other areas of the state. So the question is, uh, how good were the tests? How random was it? But you know, this is a starting point. We should see more of these tests in New York. They'll keep testing people, and we'll see it from other parts of the country. They'll narrow down the tests to the one they feel like the most accurate. We'll get more data, and it'll start to become more clear. Um, the case fatality rate, which is the number of deaths over the number of people who, who caught it, or have been exposed to it, um, I got 0.72 case fatality rate, which is, I can't remember what the flu is, but it's considerably higher. Higher, And the math for that is the deaths, which we know, divided by the population of New York State times the 14%. Okay, so maybe the case fatality rate is a little higher, maybe it's a little lower. Time will tell. Italy. Um, from a sample of uh, a little over 23,000 people that died, they were tested with a PCR, a polymerase chain reaction test, for the SARS-CoV-2 virus. So every one of these people that died, they were tested with a PCR. Statistics. The mean age was 79, so the average age was 79. Men, 63%. Women. 37%. We've seen that trend thus far. Comorbidities. Comorbidities. 61% had three plus comorbidities. 21% had two comorbidities. So 82% of those 23,000 people plus that died had two plus comorbidities. The most common comorbidities were Hypertension, way out in front, 69%. And in the 20% range was coronary artery disease, which they called uh, ischemic heart disease, uh, atrial fibrillation, history of cancer in the last five years, kidney issues, all in the 20% range. Now, diabetes type 2 came in at 30% of those that had died had that as a comorbidity. And um, the obesity came in at 12%. So that's, that's it for all the stats I have. Try not to kill you with them tonight. So when we're thinking about reopening plans, it's going to happen sometime. And with a fairly good lockdown mitigation that has happened for the past month and a half, a lot of us have not been exposed, and there's virus still out there, so we can still catch it. So how do we protect those of us that are most at risk, which is anybody with multiple comorbidities, regardless of your age? If you're younger, you're probably better off, and then those above 65. So same thing we've been doing, hand washing, mask to protect the high risk. Because as I 
as, as Dare County starts to open back up, perhaps I'm exposed to someone in town, someone who's just come into town to hang out with us at the beach. And bring it on. I mean, visitors, that's how we feed our children. But wearing the masks, when you go to the grocery store, you go to the pharmacy, you go shopping, if you're shedding some virus and don't even know it, you're protecting the older people, protecting the other people. We know this. And then social distancing. Another recommendation I have for, um, if you, if, especially if you live with someone older or has a comorbidity, is donning and doffing your outdoor clothes. Um, when I go to the office in my shorts and flip-flops and shirt, uh, I throw my scrubs on before I see patients. And then at the end of the day, I take them off, throw them in a trash bag, and they get washed at the end of the week. And I wash hands and face and um, come home and take a shower uh, before I get in bed and read books with anybody. So that type of practice, uh, if you want to be conservative about the risk, the risk of you being the one that brings the virus in the house that may affect someone at risk, not a bad idea. If we can add that to the things that we're already doing, we'll probably be okay. Uh, but uh, that's about all I've got for you. And um, I hope to see you all at the bar at Tortugas sometime soon. Um, take care of yourselves. Have a good weekend.